0: Today on the Word of Truth Revealed.
1: We're living in a time now where people are going to church all over. They're going to church but don't want to hear a message that challenges. I appreciate you coming here because when you came here you're basically saying tell me just the way it is. Give it to me while it's hot. Don't put any chasers on it, Bishop. Tell me what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Come on, tell me to tell you. Since you asked me to tell you, then I'm going to tell you what the Spirit
0: is saying to the church. Welcome to The Word of Truth Revealed with Bishop Merton L. Clark. The Word of Truth Revealed is the media outreach ministry of Truth Revealed International Ministries and Interdenominational Spirit-Filled Fellowship of Believers located in Palm Bay, Florida. Our mission here at Truth Revealed is to produce disciples and to empower the populace to live out the truth of God's Word within the framework of their environment. On today, Bishop Clark uses the first chapter of Ephesians verses 15 through 19 as the backdrop scripture for part one of the message, The Seer Anointing. Glory to God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.
1: If a rock can cry out in silence, you never hear a sound, but it does what it was designed to do. Then why won't we give him praise? He even said in his word, if you won't give me glory, I'll cause rocks to cry. And I don't need a stone giving God praise for me. If he's given me lungs and inspiration, I'm going to lift up my voice and give him glory for who he is in my life. Come on, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Together, Send a praise out over 2020. We magnify you. We exalt you forever, Lord. Forever your word is settled in heaven. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. This is the year for you to allow the word of God to do what God sent it to do for you. We're living in a season now where the churches all over the country are growing when punctives stand up and tell people what they want to hear. In other words, the message is kind to the ear. It's it's lovely to the ear. It makes people say, that's my message. They were talking to me. But it's usually about prosperity and about your business opportunities and about what you want to do. And it doesn't cut against the grain. Any man that wants to uh, have a close shave understands you don't go with the grain to get a a close shave. You must cut against the grain. You must cut against it to get it closer. And this is what God is doing as he prepares us for spiritual revelation. He must trim us up before he enlarges us. He says, if you bring forth fruit, you need to hear this, Caleb. When you bring bring forth fruit, the scripture says he will prune you that you can bring forth more fruit. And we sometimes get afraid of the cutting of the Lord. When those who are with him should learn to welcome the cutting or the slicing of God. It will hurt for a moment, but it yields peaceable fruits of righteousness. And we're living in a time now where people are going to church all over. They're going to church, but don't want to hear a message that challenges I appreciate you coming here, huh? because when you came here, you're basically saying, "Tell me just the way it is. Give it to me while it's hot. Don't put any chasers on it, Bishop. Tell me what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. Come on, tell me to tell you. Since you asked me to tell you, then I'm going to tell you what the Spirit is saying to the church. I am." I am Paul prayed to the church at Ephesus that the church would have the eyes of their heart flooded with light verse 18 the eyes of the heart you mean the heart has eyes I want you to think about that the heart has eyes yes and the heart can be foolish foolish hearts foolish hearts have eyes as well hearts that aren't open to the lord will go after whatever they feel whatever whatever makes them feel good they will beat after it when we should beat after only what the lord has sent to us but we're designed to love what we rub whatever feels good to the skin can touch heart but you got to learn how to discern glory to God learn how to discern learn how to discern Uh, a a lot of times uh, in in the natural uh, uh, mud can also feel like uh, some type of, uh, of agent that you put on the skin to make your skin better some type of salve okay So if you're blind, you wouldn't be able to differentiate. I can take and put some perfume on mud and rub it on your skin. If you couldn't see, you wouldn't be able to tell. You're like, ooh, that feels good. But everybody around that can see would say, he's putting mud on you. But because you couldn't see it, you couldn't discern it. Well, the enemy never, ever, ever, ever wants to help you. What he does is he gets us in a point where he woos us, slapping mud all over us putting a little perfume on it and making us think something special is happening to us he's recycling mud the mud from the previous generation there is nothing new under the sun the lust of the flesh the lust of the eye the pride of life if you're not careful it will put mud on you having your heart blind to what it really is well God wants to open the eyes of my heart Lord Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love. As we sing holy, holy, holy is the Lord. And the whole earth is full of his glory. Don't allow the enemy to go through your senses. Because they're designed To make sure that you are able to acclimate your life in this world. But don't allow those senses to be the portholes in which God, in which you allow the enemy to fool you thinking that just because you feel good physically that you're okay spiritually. Because just because we feel good physically or financially doesn't mean that it's okay spiritually. You must work on your spiritual being. You must work on your faith. You must work on what God is trying to do with you. And you need to open your heart up. Your your heart needs to open up to God's plan for your life in 2020. Write it down. The importance of spiritual sight. The importance of spiritual sight. Point number one. Faith is not blind. A lot of times we like to say. That faith is blind. I have blind faith, but no believer should have blind faith. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse seven, they'll put it on the screen in a moment here, but I want you to see something as I travel through the word of God, that even your faith needs to have eyes. The heart needs to have eyes. Your faith needs to see. Look at this. So for we walk by faith, not by sight. Which simply means that you're supposed to see so clear through your faith that you could become mobile. You're not standing here or in the sanctuary locked in one place, but you walk by faith and not by sight, which implies that your faith has eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I want you to settle down, believers all over the country, all over the world. You need to walk by faith and not by sight or by what you see naturally. Faith comes by hearing. In other words, God wants to impact you with so much knowledge of his word and knowledge of himself that you begin to get a picture in your faith's eye about what God is trying to do in your life. A lot of people are judging physical things with spiritual things, but you need to judge spiritual things with spiritual things, not with natural things. It is an adolescent uh, member of the body of Christ that judges physical and try to make it spiritual. You need to see spiritual word connected with spiritual things. Spiritual word, spiritual vision, spiritual words, uh, uh, spiritual sight. Spiritual knowledge, a clear vision of God, uh, spiritual, uh, the word of God should open you up to see the things of God more clearly. Thank you, God. I hear many times people talking about blind faith, but real faith is not blind. Real faith is when we trust in what we see by the spirit. The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. But this does not mean that faith is blind. It means that faith is not limited to physical sight. Your faith is not limited to what you see. If you only walk by what you see, you'll say because there's no bridge, I can't cross it. Because I don't have the money, I can't do it. Because they hurt me, I can't forgive. Thank you, Lord, because I'm limited because of uh, I'm limited. I can't move forward. But what God is trying to do is cause you to see beyond the limitations of your natural self. (laughs) To do what we need to do as the body of Christ this year, we need to have faith in God. Thank you, God. I don't care what mountain stands before you or what enemy, what giant comes against you. If you have faith, you'll see through it. You won't be limited by what you see. You see over and above it. And begin to move into it. Can the church say amen? Amen. And then in Hebrews chapter 11. Another faith chapter. For by faith it is impossible to please God. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. By faith the elders obtain a good report. Here in chapter 11 verse 24. Look at the word by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughters, Pharaoh's daughter. Now look at this. When he grew up, he's living in a plus family, plus family. Uh, Everything is going well for him, education and all of that. Like I say, he was living the American dream. He's in the best. He's in a royal line. Pharaoh's daughter is his mother. And if she leaned on her brother or her father or her relative and said, I need something for this boy, he got it. Y'all understand me? Yeah. All of the riches. He's the prince of Egypt, yeah. of a nation. I want you to think about this now. He doesn't live in some shack somewhere. He's living in a plus palace. But when he comes to age. When I was a child, I thought as a child. I acted as a child. I spoke as a child. But when I became a man. I put away childish things. So manhood is not tied to age. Manhood is tied to how you think. Thank you God. When I was a child. I thought as a child. I spoke as a child. I acted like a child but when i became a man i put away those thoughts and those acts and those ways like children and i begin to act like a man i changed the way i think thank you god and that's why you can be 50 years old and 60 years old and still running after running after whatever your flesh feels when you're 20 you can do that but when you turn 50 you got to put it together now Anybody over 40 acting like that, you don't even know what time you're in. Come on, I'm preaching better than you're saying. We need stability. Let me say it again. We need stability. (laughs) Say it like that. We need stability. Say it. Say it the way I said it. We need stability. (laughs) (laughs) When you talk to your kids, like I want you to say, we need some stability up in here they'll listen to you <laughs> look at verse 24 again when he came of age he shifted look at verse 25 now thank you Lord choosing rather now listen to this, this is against grain put this in America today they'll say man oh, I'm not going to that church do Look at this, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy pleasures of sin for a season. He made a decision that though I live in the lap of luxury, I choose to move out of this plus palace and move out there in Goshen where they're stomping they feet in mud, mixing it with straw and building bricks. Think about it. Are you willing to give up your lap of luxury or your place and status in this world today to say I'm going to now work with God's people? Even if I have the downsides, that's the kind of faith he has. And you can't get there if you don't see with your heart. Thank you, Lord. Put it back on the screen. The scripture says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Look at verse 26. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, he made a decision. That he is going to esteem the reproach. In other words people snarling at him because you're walking with Jesus. Or because you decided to be baptized. I'd rather choose to be. uh, uh, To esteem the reproach. I'd rather embrace the reproach of Christ. Greater. Than the riches of the world. Money power and esteem i'm gonna go in the pool i'm gonna dine with jesus i'm gonna commune with the people of god yes sometimes they're boring yes sometimes they're angry yes sometimes they won't speak to you but this is the greatest roller coaster on the world today and if you get with it you're gonna go around the corner you're gonna go up sometimes you go down but stick with it because it's the best thing flowing right now this boat sometimes lean to the right and leap but except you abide in the ship you will all likewise perish you need to stick with the people of God I don't care what it looks like or how dark it gets this is the only only thing that's floating can the church say amen Amen. everybody want to be like Moses holding out the the scepter over the Red Sea but you didn't get this one The reason why he was able to stretch his rod out over the sea is because esteeming the reproach of Christ greater than riches, uh, the riches, greater than the riches and the treasures in Egypt for he had respect unto the look at this, the recompense of reward of the reward. Look at the next verse and this is the word of God. By By faith. He didn't see it with his natural eye. Because he's looking at treasures. By faith. Come on say by faith. faith. When you can't see your way. God will open up and give your eyes. Give your heart eyes. So you can see through the lenses of the scriptures. By faith he forsook each. Oh help me Jesus. Not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured, look at this, as seeing, as seeing him who is invisible. Thank you, God. Here's the word of God. You got to get this one. By faith, he forsook Egypt. Egypt is a type of world. He took it all. He didn't know, he didn't know if Pharaoh was going to kill him. But it didn't matter to him now. He took the world off like you could take your coat off. I'm going to leave that there. By faith he forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king. Knowing that at one moment Pharaoh couldn't wipe him out. I don't know where I'm going but I can't stay here. I saw something with my heart. I saw something with my heart. Not with my eyes. My heart. My heart was equipped with focus. That which was blurry to me, I can see it. So I forsook to Egypt and fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured as seeing him who is invisible. In other words, in his faith, he saw God that was bigger than the Pharaoh. I wonder how many of us can see God over the nation. You're only looking at what you're going after. But God says, there is a king that's above the king of this land. And there is a prosperity above what America can give you. And there is a joy that's unspeakable. And there is a love that's incomprehensible. There is a power that can't be denied. Somebody help me preach. And there is an eyesight that you can't get with your natural eyes. There is the glory that won't be denied. And the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in the people of God. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. So I can see you. It doesn't matter where I go, I can see you. It doesn't matter what I have to endure as long as I can see you. It doesn't matter how tough it gets as long as I can see you. I don't care about the affliction as long as I can see you. Come on, people of God. It's not supposed to be plush for you. It's not supposed to be all well with you every day. Sometimes you got to go through some things. But as long as Jesus is with you. Ah, Jesus. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. For some reason, Moses was able to see him which is invisible. Clearly. Because God opened up his heart. Thank you, Jesus. I'm praying that this weekend God will open up the hearts of men. That they won't come back home the way they left. Glory to God. They won't see their children or their spouses the way they left them. When they look at the daughter, they won't just see a girl. Oh yeah, she oh yeah, she's fine, but they'll see that there's essence here. I need to train her up in the way she should go. That little girl needs me now looks at his little boy he'll see legacy yes. and not just a football player yes. open the eyes of my heart lord yes. i want to see you when they look at their spouse they won't just see an object of pleasure but somebody that they can help along the way Y'all pray for me. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Spirit. Pray for me. There are many scriptures that talk about spiritual sight. Let's look at a few of them. John chapter 3 verse 3 you need spiritual sight your natural sight has got you in trouble but you need God to open up you spiritually see with your heart not just with your eyes Jesus answered and said to him verily verily or truly truly I say to you except the man is born again he cannot see the kingdom of god you're looking for the kingdom that looked like england the kingdom that looked like america with three branches of government democratic you're looking for the kingdom that looked like anything earthly jesus said my kingdom is not of this world and unless you're born again you can't see it yet We have pontiffs in the the church that are preaching the multitudes but not telling them you must be born again. It's just God loves everybody. He does. But you'll never see his kingdom if he doesn't open up your heart. Look at the word. Except a man be born again, he will not see the kingdom of God. No matter how much I talk about it. Know no, how much I love you. You're waiting on one offense so you can walk away. Because when you're born again, you'll begin to see as God sees.
2: In today's economic and social climate, we all have our struggles, financially and emotionally. Are you tired, frustrated? Do you feel like the world has taken the best from you? Everyone has been right where you are at one time or another. We understand just how you feel. Let your search for hope lead you to Truth Revealed International Ministries, 2838 Palm Bay Road, Palm Bay, Florida. We are a Bible teaching and discipleship ministry dedicated to unveiling truth to the nations. Please join us Sunday mornings at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m and Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. We live stream every service on the World Wide Web at truthrevealed.org. Get excited. You don't have to wander anymore. Hope and love are waiting for you at Truth Revealed.
0: If something was said during today's teaching that blessed you, or if you would like to find out more information about Truth Revealed International Ministries, we would love to hear from you. You can write to us at The Word of Truth Revealed, P.O. Box 60128, Palm Bay, Florida 32906, or you can email us at The Word of Truth at TruthRevealed.org. You can also visit us on the web. At www.truthrevealed.org If you're on Facebook, visit the Truth Revealed International Ministries fan page and click like. From time to time, you'll receive inspirational words of wisdom along with information about what's happening at Truth Revealed. Now, if you would like to purchase today's message for your personal library, when you write to us or email us, use reference number 2547. That's reference number 2547. Just include a $5 donation for CDs and a $12 donation for DVDs. And now, final thoughts from Bishop Clark.
1: I know we got to go on, but I need to share this with you and then we out of here. You want spiritual sight? It won't always say peace and safety. Sometimes it's get your house in order. sometimes you need to settle down and stop traveling and spend time with your children sometimes it's not about getting a job with more money if it's going to take you away from your family nobody wants to hear that because everybody wants more money everybody believes if i get a little bit more but you can get what you want and lose what you have <laughs>